One second. And we're live. Remember to remove your shoes and welcome to all the penultimate place to get your Marvel news, our MCU reviews, and fireside chats on all things Marvel. This is episode 51 of the Marvel Mondays Initiative, and today's topic is episode three review discussion of Miss Marvel titled Destined. If you're listening on your favorite podcast service, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps the algorithms and helps us grow our audience. And if you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub, and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all our shows like the Penultimate Game Show, the Cross Media Show, and Anime Nation. And every now and then, a few little video features that we, you know, intersperse in there, you know, little dashes of pepper and salt in the forms of video essays. If you're watching on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give out, and we'd love it if you gave it to us. But if not, that's quite all right. We understand. But I don't. We we do, but I don't personally. <laughs> Folks, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Christian Macias, your curator of cinema and host for the evening, the man with all the correct takes on Sonic 2. Alongside me today, actually, Eric is gone. I don't know. He got bit by a radioactive spider. Spider? Oh, dream come true for him, I'm sure. Yeah. And tech yeah, but in didn't... his case, it's just vomiting. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't give him any, <laughs> it give him any powers. He got radioactive poisoning. <laughs> So instead, alongside me today, rounding out the war table, of course, our one and only director of operations, Ben Guerrero. Oh, whoa. What are the odds? We both, did we both salute? We salute I mean, other? I did this, you know. Oh, and I saluted you. Yeah, oh, captain, my captain. How's it going, Christian? I did pretty well. It's yeah. hot over here. I mean, listen, I'm sorry to say, but you've been knocked down a couple pegs from yesterday's show. I don't know if they told I've you been this. pegged. <laughs> I don't know if they told you this, but they stripped you of your curator title. You are no longer the curator of cinema. You're just the guy who has bad takes on cinema Whoa. and TV, for instance, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. So, Obi-Wan Kenobi, bad show. Um, sorry, not, not bad show, but not good show. Okay, show. mediocre show. How about that? Mid, mid as they say. Sure. Rounding out the show today. Our guest, the Nintendo aficionado, the enthusiast of April O'Neil, my co-host of Penultimate, my co-host of Podcast BXN, Roshan. Hello, Hello. welcome. Thank you for having me. I've missed you. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> yes. How you doing? Ro, Ro's a Miss Marvel enjoyer, correct? Yes. I, I do. I love the character. I, I, I hate to... I, when I say I'm a Miss Marvel enjoyer, I love the character. I read some of the comics. I'm not a hardcore fan. I don't know everything, but I think I know enough to just have a good up, conversation here today. He yeah. just set up the background today. Like once he said, he was like, "I got to get on the show," you know. So yeah. like, let's just set it up so we can make sure that everybody believes that I know everything about Miss Marvel. Yes. Ro, have you been on the Marvel sh any of the Marvel shows beforehand? I think I was on for one of the Captain. Uh, Ooh, right, right, right. American right, right. and Winter Soldier one. Correct, yeah. correct. Okay. Did we do any rapid fire questions? I'm in the mood for some. I don't remember. Okay. Don't you remember. want to do? Let's do some. Uh, I have yeah. four categories here. Let's do one. Uh, let me tell you the categories. You can pick one. I have this or that. Pick a hero. Pick a villain. Or good or bad. 
Oh, okay. I get to choose? Yeah. Okay. What's your feeling? Uh, how about this or that? This or that. Let's do it. Ready? Rapid fire. X-Men or Avengers? Avengers. Infinity War or Endgame? Infinity War. Tony Stark or Steve Rogers? Tony Stark. Chadwick Boseman or Michael B. Jordan? Chadwick Boseman. Miss Marvel or She-Hulk? Miss Marvel. <laughs> Moon Knight or Shang-Chi? Shang-Chi. Hell yeah. We love to see it. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, Ro, I don't know if yeah. you remember our conversation beforehand, but like She-Hulk or Miss Marvel? I'm picking She-Hulk all the way, especially after that trailer. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay, you're picking for different reasons, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't, imagine, I can't argue with that. Imagine <laughs> She-Hulk just throwing us around. I'd love it every second, dude. It's like yeah. Brolic, um, Natalie Portman, you know. Be a fun time. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. Natalie can't Portman's, wait for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Natalie Portman, got some Marvel news. The premiere oh, of... We just skipped housekeeping. We skipped housekeeping. I'm sorry. I apologize. Let's get into a few <laughs> housekeeping items before we get into our Marvel news. Ruby, want to take this while I, while I pull up the news? Because I totally forgot to paste it in there. Yeah, that's totally fine. Um, tomorrow, we are finally doing our Lightyear review. Uh, we'll be joined by Griffin, the host of, Di the, sorry, the, host of the Disney Plus Us cast. Uh, Ryan is also joining us. And maybe Mitch from Disney Plus Us as well. We'll see. Uh, so tune in tomorrow at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on twitch.tv slash penultimateconquest. Wednesday, we are doing a fundraising stream to help support the abortion funds. Uh, you can put in right now in the chat, um, exclamation point, uh, donate to get the link. Um, we'll be doing a lot of these fundraising streams in July, so if you can't make it on Wednesday, stay tuned for more of them. Uh, the Penultimate Games crew is going to be recapping the Nintendo Direct that's happening tomorrow on Thursday. So the recap is happening on Thursday, Nintendo Direct is happening tomorrow. Uh, so temper your expectations. We know it's going to be focusing on third parties, but there might be some hidden gems in there. So, you know, don't don't count it out. Okay. This Silk Song release date this fall. We'll see. It's coming. We'll see. It's we'll coming. see. Again, it was in the Xbox showcase. It's going to happen within a year. So we'll see. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, as always, please feel free to leave your thoughts and questions on our SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com slash penultimate conquest. That's it. All righty. Got, I got one news item here, and I don't need, I don't need to paste it. So uh, the Thor Love and Thunder premiere happened late last week. Um, and I think, believe that was in Los Angeles. I think, I, I don't remember. I have to find that. Okay. Sorry. Otherwise, uh, Taika in an interview was talking about how he feels that Thor Love and Thunder is his best of the Thor movies, of the two he's done now. Uh, he likes it. Uh, he thinks it's better than Ragnarok. And, you know, I really enjoy Ragnarok. So if he thinks this is better, that's kind of exciting to hear that Love and Thunder is like another great one. Reviews have not dropped yet, but otherwise... Um, they should happen, I think, later this week. By next, by early next week, for sure, those will be dropping. But otherwise, bro, I want to know how excited you are for Eleven Thunder, if at all. Um, I am excited for Eleven Thunder for sure, especially after the last couple of trailers that we saw. Uh, Thor hasn't been a huge, like, hype character for me until Ragnarok, so that was really the kind of the turning point for me. 
enjoying him as a character. And ever since then, I've I really enjoyed him. So having Taika back to direct another Thor movie is just awesome. So I, I can't wait to to see that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely interested to see how they introduce uh, Jane Foster as Mighty Thor and see how they explain that stuff. Because if I'm not mistaken, it's been a while since we've seen that character, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how they introduce that. When was Thor the Dark World? 2013? Isn't the last time we saw Jane Foster? That's a great question. I don't know. Nine years ago? Yeah, wow. <laughs> Actually, it was eight years, three months, and six days, according to Thor. All right, well, I'm not going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rounding up to nine. Yeah. yeah. Ruben. Yes. You still excited? Yeah, man. I'm still excited. Uh, I, uh, Taika Waititi has slowly grown as one of my, I would say, top 20 directors um so you know i I, he has yet to do me wrong you know i'm gonna guess your number one director right now go for it christopher nolan yeah no he's number five no uh he's in the top five top five but you named your dog after him i know but you know okay okay well you'll be glad to know that taika watiti is dropping two movies this year no, sorry, I, I didn't catch it. No, it's okay. I, I, I'm in news mode, dude. Change. I'm just, just I'm just about moment. I'm, I'm just zipping. I'm sorry. Yeah, anyway. if you like, if you like Taika Waititi, of course, Thor: Love and Thunder dropping uh, next week, and uh, Next Goal Wins dropping by the end of 2022. I'm excited. I'm also excited for his. Uh, I was going to say Spider-Man movie. His uh, Star Wars. movie. Oh, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> which, which he has not begun to begun to write yet. Yeah. But he jokes that Jar Jar Binks is the main character. Oh my god. <laughs> I really hope, really hope, I hope so. Yeah. Taika plays nice Jar Jar? No. <laughs> oh my great. god. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's it for Marvel News. Okay. Sweet. Let us get into episode three. What was it? I almost said Decepticon. That is not right. Destined. <laughs> I don't know why I got Transformers on the brain. Uh, top level thoughts as always. I want to start with, with Ro. What do yes. you thought of episode three? Top level, I I enjoyed it a lot. This one was probably my, my least favorite out of the three that we've gotten so far. Um, and I think that's just a testament of how good the first two episodes were, not how bad this one is. But um, yeah, I, I had a good time watching it. Um, I just wanted to shout out the music that was over going over the Marvel intro this week went really hard for me. I was like, this didn't have to go that hard. This sounds awesome. Yeah. And it got me hyped. Um, and yeah, I, I thought it was a fun episode. I like the action near the end. I'm sure we'll talk about that later. Um, I love the chemistry between all the actors. It's just like everything's so believable. And I'm having a really good time just watching them interact with each other. But yeah, my least favorite, but still had a good time watching it. Ruben, how about you? Um, you know, least it's favorite as well. Uh, I wouldn't say least favorite. It's, uh, I, I guess so. I was going to say it's definitely the lowest of the three, but it's still a good time. You know, it's given us, uh, you know, some, uh, some well needed, uh, information on the clandestines. Uh, it's given us a potential romantic triangle, you know? Um, and it's also giving us that big reveal to the best friend who doesn't know that they're a superhero, which is kind of weird, but it's a, here mm. or there. Yeah. 
And it also gives us, you know, some culture, which is fun, you know? Great to know, to learn some more stuff. Yes, yes. For me, I'm somewhere in the middle between, like, I think for sure I'll agree that it is my least favorite. And that's because I don't like the new direction the show is going in. I think, as I've said on the first two episodes, I think Miss Marvel is at its strongest when it's focusing on not the superhero aspect of, of, of Kamala. Kamala, but her, like, when it's the focus of her, like, actual teenage girl life and how superhero stuff gets in the way of that and, like, having to navigate uh, relationships and, you know, dating, obviously, like, the, the family life. That, to me, is, like, what, where Miss Marvel has been exceeding, where it feels like a, a teen drama comedy more so than a superhero show. What is that? What? Oh, what am I hearing? Oh, <laughs> I had a tab that was unmuted, and then a video started playing. I'm sorry. Scared the shit out of me. I'm sorry. I was like, yeah. it was on my end, dude. That scared me. me. <laughs> yeah, but the, but there on this episode, I felt like there was a, a turn to the more traditional Marvel stuff, which we'll get into. That I don't think I I jived with, and I would rather the show focus on the smaller stakes of Kamala rather yeah. than like here's the big stuff where if you don't deal with this, it could have you know devastating destructive consequences on you know the city or the world and that was a bit of a bit of a bummer but oh bro please no i was gonna say we're definitely probably gonna get into it but what you're saying about the the marvel thing happening is like there was a part of this episode where i was like oh come on does it have to be that but yeah we'll talk Mm -hmm. about it later yeah Yeah. we can talk about it right now we're halfway through the season do you like the new direction the show is going in? Of course, as I said, the stakes are much higher for Kamala. I'm not sure if I'm buying into it, but I want to see what you got, how you guys feel. Uh, I guess I should, for context, the uh, clandestines, right? Are, they're djinns from another dimension, and they're trying to get back to their own dimension through the use of Kamala's bangle. Uh, but because they only have one, if they were to do it, it could have potential risks where it could cause, a, you know, as Bruno says, a big explosion. People could, could get hurt. City could be destroyed. Who knows how big this explosion could be, but it's it feels like it's it's a pretty big thing, right? So, how do you feel about this new direction the show's going in? When when I w- first heard, like, we are from another dimension, I rolled my ass. I was like, really? Do we have to do this again? The other dimension thing? <laughs> Can they just feel like bad guys from this dimension? That would be cool. But I, I think I'm more on Christian side where, like, I'm not too sure if that is the truth. Maybe they're kind of just... We want the bangle. I I don't know what's going on completely right now. But when I when I heard the other dimension thing, I was like, oh okay. But when they kind of reeled it back in and kind of brought it more into Kamala's culture and it being like from her childhood, like these are stories that she knows of and kind of it relates more to her as a character. Then I started getting a little bit more on board with it. But when it was first introduced, I was like, oh, here we go again with the, this interdimensional stuff. Where like like you were saying, I want it to be a little bit more close to home not such yeah. a big grand event every single show um yeah because like my thing with with marvel is that it, especially these marvel shows with younger heroes it, like it doesn't need to be an end of the world like city will be destroyed kind of thing and the show gets a lot of com- uh, comparisons to spider-man homecoming and it made me think about like the villain in homecoming the vulture like mm-hmm. the main thing he's doing is just stealing from from stark tech like he like that is what that is kind of a it's a bigger scale but it is still a small scale kind of a, a event and with these disney plus shows it feels like it's like these things that are there's there's nothing wrong with letting kamala just be the 
the friendly neighborhood hero, you know, that, that's representing these these uh, marginalized cultures, in my opinion. And I was just talking to Hugo recently, who was, who was saying that we just got, like, these kinds of interdimensional beings with the last show, Moon Knight, just, like, a month ago. And it's following, this show is following the same structure where it's three um, episodes at home. And then, all right, let's go back to, you know, they're going to Pakistan here. So, you know, now three episodes uh, away for, like... I don't know. We'll, we'll see how, how where, the, where the next three episodes go. I'm sure it sure. I'm sure it might be good because I'm really curious to hear to see what they do with like um, Kamala's mother and how she's tying in with everything with the bagel and her great grandmother. Like that stuff is is interesting for sure. Anyway, Ruben, new direction. How do you feel? Have Kamala just focus on the real crime that's happening in Jersey City. You know the mafia. Tony Soprano is walking around here somewhere and he's just like getting rid of bodies left and right. I just feel like, you know, we kind of had, you see, it's, it's hard because we kind of had the small story for Hawkeye and that really didn't quite hit because they tried to add a bunch of stuff to it, uh, with Kingpin. It just, I feel like we're screwed either way. Yeah. Yeah. Like it could be, it could go the way of like, hey, make it a small story, focus on Kamala and her community. Mm-hmm. But if we get that, it's kind of like, well, you know, it kind of could have been a little bigger, you know. Uh, I don't know. I, I am convinced that I'm just gonna say it, Christian, and please don't hate me for this. But like, <laughs> we kind of don't need any more Marvel shows, unless it's like a Loki. Thank you. Loki. Thank you. Loki is the probably the only one I could see having a season two. Everything else feels like it should have been a movie, besides Wandavision. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, There's, that's a lot to take in because that's a big statement, right? No more Marvel shows, and I, I think I would have agreed with you. And then until I started watching Miss Marvel, where like episodes one and two were so good, like this finally felt like quality tv that was made all around the, the tv format aside from wandavision a little bit of loki i'll, I'll, I'll acquiesce there like it, it felt really good right and now it's feeling like more like uh we gotta i won't retread that point i won't go there instead i want to focus on some other things that, that i uh, have some questions about one is actually a praise but also something i really wanted more out of the show the question is, will the uh, Department of Damage Control have a continued role in the series? If so, how much and or little? I, for me, what the show is doing so well is that letting Kamala be like this small-scale hero where the damage control agents being this like figure that's also like representing like how people misconstrue and like marginalize race you know the minority people i thought was like so good and i really wanted them to stay the antagonist the whole way through i'm kind of bummed however it did lead us to one of my favorite scenes of the series which is uh when they went into the mosque uh this episode and going in with no warrant they were uh pretty much being you know all they know is that it seems to be a, a brown girl in this community so it's like kind of racially motivated just going into mosques unwarranted right um and they went in without removing their shoes Unbelievable. I don't know. So how do you guys feel about the damage control getting a smaller role now? Like I said before, I, I just think we need a damage control movie. Not movie, sorry. <laughs> One shot after every movie. <laughs> you know? Just 15 minutes hmm. of Agent Cleary just shooting the shit with people. You know? 
I mean, he's a good guy. Yeah. Maybe he's a bad guy. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know if he is a good guy. After you know, or you know what? Show. Actually, I'm thinking he could just have the interrogation scene with uh, um, ah, fuck, Peter's best friend. I forgot his name. Ned. Yeah, with Ned. Just like have it comedy relief at the end. You know. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be against that, but I do like what they're doing with uh, damage control in this. I hope that they do come back. Back, yeah, as a bigger role. I know they're not gone, but it does seem like they are being pushed to the to the wayside a little bit more. Um, I did love the scene uh, that they that they had at, at the mosque and how Nakia was just able to put them in their place. And hopefully they don't come back. But I mean, they they they. "Quote unquote may may have accomplished their goal near the end of it, but they arrested the wrong brown person. But I think that's even more interesting as well. But um, yeah, if, if if they bring if they come back uh, in a big way, that's cool. But it, I think it's also cool that they're using them to just also share a message, and yes. that's cool as as well. Mm-hmm. If that's what that's what damage control is there for to just bring up that part of Kamala's story. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I hope they come back because I I didn't want the interdimensional thing, but we're getting the interdimensional thing, so it's uh it's okay. But I liked what they did with them so far. Yeah, can I just say too, like, Naki is my favorite character of the show. She rocks, yeah. yeah she's she's really she's really cool. I liked uh, I th- like I said earlier before, I love their chemistry, like Kamala and I don't know the actor's name, but Kamala and Nakia's relationship, and when she came into the bedroom to. Uh, to let Kamala know that she became part of the board, and she just and Kamala's just like, "What's wrong, Squishy?" And it's like, "They're so cute. <laughs> They're so cute." And there was an yeah. episode in the in the second episode, or there's a scene in the second episode where they were in the bathroom, and Naki was giving so Kamala the rings, and she's like, "I love you." It's like I feel that. I I mm-hmm. I believe that. So they're really doing a good job building these characters up. She's like the vessel where they talk about identity the most, like yeah. in, in that very scene in episode two, and then you know in the mosque in episode three. Yeah, it's it's so good every time. I do. Th- it. I do think that uh, damage control. I- I'm going to take back what I said before. They don't need a one shot. I feel like if you're going to do damage control and have them be the bad guy, you would need to. And Christian, I'm sorry to say this, but you would need to follow Sony's plan of what they're doing and either make a villain movie or a villain tv show and have them follow that the thing is that sony doesn't do villains all their movies are um anti-hero i mean morbius Mm. is is a villain in this society he i haven't seen morbius good i'm glad like (laughs) in general he he's a villain. Should I? He no. Should I watch Morbius? No, stop, stop. Bro, have you seen Morbius? Stop. I have not seen Morbius. Let's no. watch it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it, it's out on uh digital Blu-ray. You're gonna <laughs> pay it. for this? No, bro. Don't no? do this. Don't, don't support I, them? Okay. Don't <laughs> support them. No. I think I did a free trial of Showtime on Amazon and I uh, oh. downloaded it to say screw it, I'm gonna watch it on a plane. I didn't watch it, and then the, the download expired. So I guess I guess I'm not. So it's not on Showtime. It's on Stars. It, star. I'm sorry. Stars. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Well, you would know because Sony you know owns Stars. Okay, <laughs> Sony owns Stars, and everything Sony related just usually goes to Stars first. 
This segue doesn't work anymore because we've moved past what Rose said about I'm Nokia's sorry. rings. My apologies. So, no, 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 I, I derailed it. So I'm just gonna do it anyway and pretend like Rose just said that. Speaking of rings, <laughs> uh, we saw a symbol of the ten rings uh, during yeah. the the opening flashback, and they were in, in India, um, and I, I don't know. I don't know where to go. Like all I can do here is speculate. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, obviously both. Um, Asian, Ten Rings, the Bengals. To the extent we don't know, do you guys have any ideas about uh, about their seeming connection? I can only think of one thing, mm-hmm. and one thing only. Are you ready? They got don't the Bengals the same from the same place, I guess, that they got the Ten Rings from. Where they get the Ten Rings from? I don't remember. I don't remember either. That's a good question. I think he just found it. Oh, no, I, if I remember correctly, they came from space. Which is a weird one. Oh, at the end of the movie, they were like, they had coordinates to where... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't yeah. think I don't think that's related. I just think, like, they both came from space. You know? I don't know. I guess it makes sense since the rings are also kind of bangles in the MCU now. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're all they're all bangles. Yeah. Everything's coming up bangles. Who knows? It could just be... Like little tiny rings for Galactus, you know? Uh, true. Also, there was a blue hand uh, at the beginning. Yeah, I of, saw that too. Arm. And I thought I was oh, like, man. is nobody else going to fucking question this? Like, <laughs> this guy's hand is blue. I mean, well, it turns out they're well, jinns from another dimension. Yeah. So. And jinns are probably normal to blue. them. In every Maybe. media I've seen, they're usually blue. Aladdin, I guess. Uh, Supernatural as well. Supernatural, okay. Yeah. I don't know. There you have it. There you go. Oh, Kree? so it could have been another gin. It could have been a Cree. Could have been Cree. The other thing that's blue is uh, Loki's scepter. <laughs> no. What are it, the frost people? Oh, oh frost, yeah. Frost, yeah. Frost, and yeah. Yondu's people. Yondu's people. Yondu. This is true, yeah. Smurf? Yeah. Smurfs? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah anyway. that's what it was. It was a Smurf. Oh, probably another gin. You're <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, let's let's praise some stuff from the episode and, and kind of unpack relationships. I actually want to start with a uh, relationship with Kamala and um, herself, which I didn't even write in the notes. But I think one of the strongest moments in this in this episode was actually a- I think it was after the mosque when they're having the family reunion in the Mendy because Kamala's brother is getting married the next day. Um, Kamala is like is at this like crisis of identity. She's feeling like she's letting her um not society her community down because of because of her these damage control agents are coming in and pretty much just like not abusing people but you know what i mean yeah it's really scrutinizing the community um and so like she's outside like really really thinking about this and oh i don't know the name who works at the mosque i didn't write down the name he comes outside and he says here's something that roe tweeted out I think like two weeks ago. Yeah. He said, good is not a thing you are. It is a thing you do. And God damn it, if that isn't one of the best lines uh, out of Miss Marvel. Is that line out of the comics? Is that something that... Yeah, that's, it's yeah. like her... It's, it's basically her version of with great power comes great responsibility. Like that's what Abu tells Kamala in the comics. Uh, she also was told it in uh, Marvel's the hit Marvel's Avenger video game by Square Enix, <laughs> in uh, in in on a on a day. Um, but yeah, that's I think 
the equivalent of this would be great power comes great responsibility from Uncle Ben. Yeah, it is a great line, though. Mm -hmm. It's so good. Right, yes. I bet. (laughs) She has that, and then the scene right after with her mom when she's she's up there, and they're, they're talking about you know, how did you feel when you came? She came over here, and, and she talks about like what it was like to be an immigrant, and she mm-hmm. how she, lonely she felt, and like that hit home for me. Like hearing stories about how my parents came over, right, and like not, not knowing anyone for a little while when they moved, and you know, my mom not speaking English for for how many years, and finding community where where she found it. Like such great scenes in like so little time. It's one it's one of the things that I love about Miss Marvel is like having these kinds of conversations in earnest. Yeah. It's so good. Definitely. Yeah, I, I could relate to that immigrant story too. Like I, I came to Canada when I was six, but my, my parents came here before I did to like settle <laughs> before they brought me here. But yeah, like if it wasn't for one one person, I have like one family here, everybody else is back in Trinidad. But if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be able to like get our roots here and then then be able to move out on our own and get our own house and all that kind of stuff. So when she said like, I found the mosque, and then I found my family and then like, oh, yeah, that, that hits home. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's really it's speaking. It's definitely uh, showing a culture that I'm not uh, a part of in a great light and that we don't see in such a positive light often. But it's yeah. also like speaking to a lot of people of color and that can relate to this story as well. I think that's really cool. Hey, I, I keep thinking about like the phrase Allahu Akbar the way it's been depicted in media for so long and finally yeah. we're getting uses of, of it in mainstream media or it's yeah. just like not finally, that. finally. Yeah, it, yeah exact, exactly. Because it isn't, right? Uh, in both in episode two and episode three. It's so good. How do you guys feel about Bruno? Uh, Bruno, no, uh, Bruno. <laughs> that's funny. That is funny. Uh, in frustration, <laughs> Tells tells uh, Kamala that he's is it Caltech that he's accepting. Feels like he's being pushed by the wayside. Yeah, I I hope not. I I, re- I like his character a lot. Um, just a, we- a random aside. Isn't did you guys hear about Bruno being like in the running to be Peter Parker in the MCU? Like he was one was of the. Was that real? Oh, I didn't hear that. Was that real? Was it not real? Was I did I get? I don't know. I I saw okay. that too. I didn't know. <laughs> I assumed it was real because I think there was like an IG. I read it from IGN. I th- so I hope they did their source checking <laughs> because I didn't. Yeah. But yeah, it was an interview, right? Where he was saying this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and he's, yeah. And he was teasing on like, I think some random guy, Tom Holland got it. And like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think he's, he's doing a great job as, as Bruno and, and knowing that he could have been Peter Parker. I think he could have been a good Peter Parker watching him play Bruno. I think he's doing a really cool job. But yeah, I hope he isn't getting pushed by the wayside. I, I want to see more of him and Kamala's relationship evolve or degress, depending on how, how it goes. Um, because I like their chemistry. So I want to see what ends up happening in, in the end. But I do want him to go to Caltech. He deserves it. So if he if he thinks he needs to go yeah. out and do it, then go out and do it. But yeah, I, I just want to see more of him is what I, I guess I'm trying to say. I just, I just realized... I don't remember in the new Spider-Man trilogy, like when, like, I don't remember them showing off Peter's intelligence very often. But in like in these three episodes of Miss Marvel, we're getting like Bruno being like hyper smart all hmm. the time. So I can I can see, yeah, he would have he would have been a pretty cool Peter Parker. You're yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, you're buying that. 
How do you guys feel about the uh, the wedding scene? I I thought it was awesome. The whole Loved the whole it. dance number was was fantastic. fantastic. And seeing Bruno get involved too was <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody got involved. Even the the brother hopped up on there too. The mom and dad, obviously. Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Like I said, it, it gives us a great insight on the, the, the Muslim culture. Um, so I, it was very interesting. Like I, I also liked the fact that they included Bruno in this. Like he was definitely a part of this. He knows he's been there. He's been a friend to Kamala and a friend of the families for so long. So like it, it was nice to see that they incorporated him in, into it, you know, as opposed to you know, just him standing by the sidelines and just asking like, Hey, what's that? What, what, what's going on here? You know, yeah. this is yeah. growing up in that, with that culture, he probably would have, uh, he for sure is familiar with like some of these dances pro- probably practice with them for sure is familiar with the food. So yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, uh, what was I going to say? I also like that. It's like a, a mixed, uh, like relationship, like she's black, he's Brown. And having mm-hmm. that wedding with uh, like just everybody mixing and mingling, and Bruno there too, like it's it's really cool to to see everybody just yeah. being there. It's really cool. Yeah, cool show, cool show. Yeah, I like it. I like. It. I'm gonna get into some parts that I didn't find as cool, but maybe you guys did. Of course, uh, we got the action sequences. Actually, real quick, I want to mention. Uh, ooh, where did I write it down? Where did I write it down? Um, uh, Kamran seems to be actually a genuine guy. Uh, I was really worried at the end of the last episode where it's like, oh, was he just getting close to her because he wanted uh, Najma to, like, talk to her and get the bangle? And that may be part of it, but, like, it seems like at the beginning of this one that, like, actually he might be have a genuine crush. And we learn that he actually cares about her because he shows up to the wedding and warns her, right? And Brian. So I want to get... Uh, and, and Brian. And Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Call him Brian. That's, that, that part's funny. Yeah, uh, yeah they, Kamala has to pull the fire alarm uh so that get to get everyone out get them safe uh and then we finally get a, an action sequence with kamala using her powers her stretchy arms all that good stuff did you guys like the action sequence i was uh, ambivalent towards it at first i was like the, the stretchy arm i was like okay all right i guess we'll take it you know just because like they have to show her use the stretchy arm i feel like just because they changed her powers um i did like the fact that she was blocking like even when there was nothing there like that scene where they hit the pan and she just blocks automatically that was pretty cool i like that a lot mm-hmm. um these weapons that they the, the clandestine has fucking intense man man just took off his fucking belt and just turned it into a whip oh that's right yeah, that's right yeah. Yeah. What was what was Kamran using as his weapon? Like, what was that? Was that just like was a... it any weapon? Did he have? One? I, forget. I don't think he did have a weapon. He pulled something something did, out yeah. to to fight the guy with the belt when he showed up. Oh, I don't I don't know what it was. There was like it was like a it was like a chain, but it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't yeah, very visible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, I, I don't know what the, it was. Yeah, I me. Mean, <laughs> but but uh, Kamala's action scenes. Like, I think <laughs> I think the. Uh... The, uh, I, I'm looking it up right now. Okay, what was I gonna say? Fudge. The uh, yeah, her, her her new powers. Like it was cool to see the the stretchy arm with the light. And I when they first show the trailers and it's like, oh, she has these new powers. She's walking online. I was like, why are they doing this? I I want to see <laughs> her stretchy powers and stuff like that. But I I think I'm 
excited to see how they use this in the future. Like in when she in her Miss Marvels in the Marvels movie when she's fighting. Like how's that going to look with these light powers? Um, so I'm excited to see her still have that stretchy thing, even though it's not really that, but also have more to work with. So I'm excited to see what they do in a bigger budget. But for this, it was like, it was pretty cool. They had some cool moments. I like when she used, like, duck underneath the table. That was really cool. Um, and obviously the stretchy arm I liked a lot. But besides those two things, that was kind of it. The Bon Jovi yeah. soundtrack. Bon Jovi. <laughs> that wrapped it all, this all together yeah. for me. So I, I, even if I didn't like what I was watching, I liked what I was hearing. So yeah. I just yeah, yeah. <laughs> had a good time watching it. So there are two. Uh, uh-huh. Just real quick to to, to uh, hit on what his weapon was. It looked like it was a yo-yo, but obviously it wasn't. Like it looked yo-yo-like. Um, yeah. It could have also been a mason chain. Okay. Yeah. That's funny because when I when I when he pulled whatever it was, I was like, "Is that a yo-yo?" I just teasing yeah. to myself, yeah. like, "What the hell is it that? Is that a yo-yo?" Like and I was like, "There's no way it's a yo-yo," but yeah, I guess it might have been. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Two That's things funny. I like about this fight scene. Well, one, uh, when she was hiding in the dark after the lights went off, and um, Najma very smartly um, just banged a, a pot or like, I think a pan on the wall yeah. just to scare mm-hmm. her, and you see the light come up like in the corner. That's literally what yeah. I just said, Christian. Oh, is that what? You, what? That's what I was referencing. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that was the she reference. She was flinching, and then she just put up the shield. Light shield, I guess. How was I supposed to know that was the reference? <laughs> because she flinched and put up the light shield, Christian. <laughs> anyway, I also like <laughs> when, when Kamala runs into the kitchen and says, "Everybody, get out! Don't listen to her." <laughs> and the other dude just like socks one of the the cooks in right in the face. And the girl goes, "What did she say?" She goes, nah, "Absolutely not! not. Absolutely <laughs> not! Nope. I am yeah. not today." <laughs> Dude, that, that is great. a thousand percent how I would react if if the MCU were real. Yeah, I would just leave every time. Yeah. My boss is like, "Why the fuck did you leave in the middle of your shift?" Some superheroes just popped up out of nowhere. <laughs> Understood. Super fight. No, okay. yeah. well, understandable. Have a good day. my boss would have been like, "Well, I mean, you could have still finished your shift, you know." I'm like, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, two things I totally forgot. One, Brian. Gives Kamala huh? uh, her mask. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. A sweet gift. Yeah. Very sweet gift. I like that. Can't uh, wait and then, speed up. Yeah. yeah well, that'll be cool. I don't know when that happens, but it'll maybe episode yeah, six, I'm sure. Episode six. I'm glad it hasn't happened yet, though. Yes, for sure. And, and the other thing that I forgot is uh, uh, Nakia. She finds out that Kamala's Nightlight. Although she hates that name, Nightlight. Great name. <laughs> it's a great name. It's, it's funny. What is it, Night Monkey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, that's that scene. That was a that was a good scene. Like I, I liked that she was genuinely hurt by it. She's like, why didn't you tell me? But also in the same breath, she realized how dire the situation was and let it go in the moment. And she was like, all right, I gotta take care of Bruno Brian. Sorry, right now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I thought it was a good scene. Bruno is ride or die. I have to yeah. say it. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. Does Ran he feel like betrayed by? Yeah. Yeah. He mm-hmm. threw a chair at a superhuman. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> you think Tom, uh, Comron is going to fucking throw a chair at a superhuman? No, he's going to get I mean, his he ass did kicked. throw him. He's going to get his ass kicked. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He fell off a two story yeah. 
the ledge. <laughs> I can't blame him. He's 17. The other people are like hundreds of years old. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. At the end, uh, Kamala's auntie call FaceTimes and says, did you see it? The train. I don't know what the train was. We can speculate here as well. And she says, uh, you have to come to Pakistan. Assume, so I'm assuming episodes four, five, and six will probably be in Pakistan. Yeah, but it's interesting because when she first walks into the house, she's getting questioned by her parents. And, like, her mom keeps asking her, like, did you pull the fire alarm? What are you – what's going on with you? And she decides Nothing not happens. to tell her, which is kind of uh, – for me, it's, it's kind of pointless because now you kind of fucking have to tell her because how the fuck are you going to get to Pakistan? Without, like, you need to tell them what's going yeah. on in order for you to go, you know? I don't know. I, I don't know how she's going to get there unless, like, Kamran <laughs> has, like, a has a hookup, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, but he's in jail. Right. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> she's probably going to have to come clean next episode. The thing for oh, me is, cool. like, they teased in episode one that Kamala's mom that has some kind of notion, knows something with that's up with the bangle, so... Yeah, that's yeah. Maybe when she like admits it, it'll be like a, a turning red situation where she knew all along that yeah. this was going to happen, yeah, but she red. just yeah didn't didn't uh, didn't know it was going to happen so soon, sort of thing. But it's also weird that <laughs> nobody else has noticed that she has the bangle on, especially her mom. Like you're telling me, she's wearing long sleeves all day every day. You know, there's no way. Could she be. Might. I haven't it seen her be. in a short sleeve. You're right, but at the same time, like, even when you reach for something in a long sleeve t shirt, like, <laughs> yeah, your yeah. your fucking wrist is showing. And especially mo- her mom should have noticed because her mom was so adamant about it being junk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't have an answer for that one. We all have. I also don't. I. What do we see in Pakistan? You guys have any speculations here? I think so, we, we, I'm get, the right. we get the story of like what actually happened with her. What is it? Great grandmother. Yes. Aisha. Yeah. Um, we get some background on what the Jin actually are. Um, we maybe see episode five. I'm just spitballing here. We see focus on the clandestines. Like their background mm-hmm. and how they got to this point. What happened okay. before we see them in the Ten Rings, you know? Hmm. Find yeah, out what the train I, is. Oh. The tra- I mean, I think the train is just the train bringing it into the town. You know? Part from the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I mean, yes. Yeah. But, but interesting, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it, they could have just been stealing the bangle from the Ten Rings. Which kind of makes sense because they're being hunted. Well, mm. I don't know if I would like that. But that was I, I, I really like. Partition, so. I, uh, yeah, I was gonna say because I really like that they're really honing in on like yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. British Empire ruling over India like that that part I I really liked yeah now they're not glossing over that fact. We'll see. We'll see. I do think I don't know. Does the other Bengal show up? In some capacity, does Kamala end with two bangles? I think it'll probably set up season two. 
Somebody finds it, but we don't see who it is. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting. It could be like that she has it. It could and be. then the bad I'm guy gets the second one or yeah. I was thinking like maybe one of the djinn gets gets yeah. it and then they have to fight for it or something like that. Yeah. It could be a wonder twin situation where they have to touch each other now to activate. <laughs> <laughs> any any final thoughts on Miss Marvel episode three, Destined? Um I'm Marvel. looking at my notes here, and I think I said everything. Marvel needs to stop copying off of each other. Off of themselves, I guess. <laughs> like, fucking Kevin Feige, you know you're just phoning it in with these shows. <laughs> oh, my Be gosh. better, all right? But still, if you need me for, you know, Spider-Man 4, hit me up, bro. <laughs> right? Hit me up. Like, I, listen, I'm a great fucking assistant, all right? John Watts is no longer directing this, but... <laughs> new director could use an assistant that's all i'm saying i'll be a coffee run guy that's all i gotta say wow. <laughs> <laughs> christian oh i need a new job so don't we all if i gotta find, if i gotta run for coffee then if it pays the bills let's all quit our jobs and become mario party streamers my final thoughts <laughs> um I'm a little disappointed in where the new direction is going. I thought the show was really strong when it was focusing on the small stakes. I don't think it needed to have MCU-style big stakes in, in a show like this. Uh, I'm not writing the show off completely because I, I think Kamala is still like one of the strongest characters we've gotten in MCU TV. And I like uh, her character. I like the supporting crew a lot. Um, and I think, still think there's a, a lot to touch on that's going to be really textually rich in the next three episodes. Uh, but again... Uh, I'm not completely sold on, on the Jin figures. We'll see how they nail it, but yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty similar boat here as well. Yeah, I think my favorite parts of all of these episodes have been when they're just talking. Like when the dad is talking to <laughs> talking to the brother about the uh about the upcoming wedding. It's like, oh, this oh, is a really nice scene. Yeah. I love this. And we talked yeah. It kind of sorry, it kind of complements the scene okay. where her mom is talking to Kamala. To like Kamala, Kamala, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. Absolutely. Yeah. I and the story time at in episode two, like all those scenes are just like super good. Um and just they're just not Marvel things, but I I'm in lo- I'm loving them so much. So I hope they do more of it. I think we got a good good amount of it in these episodes, so I understand why they, they're doing the Marvel thing now. It's time to do the action, guys. It's, that's why you're here, right? But <laughs> Yeah, they don't have to. I don't. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear yeah. me out. Just take the Marvel out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Just Cinematic just Universe. Cinematic universe. <laughs> yeah. Just, just have see it. See you. Yeah. I'm more like see oh, you later. Oh. On the next episode of Marvel Monday's Initiative, uh, let's get into some plugs. Ro, where can people find you? People can find me and you on Podcast PXN live every Wednesday. Just search up Podcast PX on on Twitter and YouTube and Twitch. You can find us there. And you can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Roro, R-A-U-W-R-O. I have a brain fart there. <laughs> I draw and talk about video games there. So, yeah, that's uh, that's me. Yeah. Amy. Amy oh. Hedgehog. Love her. She's the best. <laughs> Ruben, uh, ben. Um, <laughs> Very clever. Um, we, d- I forgot to mention this in, in housekeeping, so let's just rewind all the way back to housekeeping. Um, me, Ryan and Hugo Panay, the great Hugo Panay, I've, I've 
heard a lot of things and finally got a chance to talk to him yesterday and sit down and have a conversation about Obi-Wan Kenobi. And whew, what a fucking episode of a, of a show. We get into the nitty gritty of what Star Wars needs to become Christian. Is it, I mean, I watched the whole thing. It was good. It was real good. It was real good. Yeah. Um, all you guys did was make fun of me the whole time. Okay. <laughs> I mean, somebody say you did that to yourself, but, and that's not here nor there. Um, you can catch that on our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash penultimate conquest, I think. That should be it. Yeah, that should be it. Um, so go check that out. Uh, you can find me here the rest of the week. Just chugging out fucking content, baby. That's it. That's oh, all. <laughs> God damn aggressive. <laughs> yeah. You, you gotta be. can follow me at ISO Christian over on Twitter to keep up with all the things I'm doing, like my movie podcast, new episode dropping tomorrow, Blade of the Immortal, uh, podcast PXN, as Rose said, every Wednesday, uh, and all the stuff I do here on this channel. Working Again, co-writing the next uh, video essay with a special guest. You're oh. in for a real treat. In for a real treat on that one. Uh, it's al- the writing is almost done, so I'll get to the editing shortly after. So you tell them I can pay in Coca Cola. We we aren't paying at all. I mean, okay, all right, that works too. <laughs> Just saying, more Coca Cola for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I already paid for it. It's already here. Okay, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, Jersey boy. Until the next conquest, Excelsior. <laughs>